Like having the courage to do the harder things in life tends to create the elements for a more interesting life. And you've, you will have built enough courage and resilience to get through the stuff that gets thrown your way that's even more difficult. And all of this allows you to start standing more fully and completely in your true, genuine, authentic self. And that shit is what will make you magnetic as fuck. I'm Emily Goff, a human connection coach, speaker, and mental health advocate with an insatiable sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using the power of stories to teach, learn, and grow. It's about allowing for room to grow, and this podcast focuses on three main pillars, human connection, personal growth, and freedom. We cover topics like relationships and cultivating genuine supportive connections with ourselves and others, speaking your truth, shattering personal barriers, radical self-acceptance, and courageously leaning into your skill sets. Whether it's a solo episode or bringing on highly curated guests with incredible stories, experiences, and expertise to share, we're leaning in and taking the entire idea of growth to the next level, all while still covering the uncomfortable topics that many of us like to avoid. There's always more room to grow. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily here. And today we are going to be talking about how to become wildly fucking magnetic. I think that this is such an important one. And this is one that more and more people are starting to really kind of tap into and become aware a little bit of their more like like of their ability to magnetize. But sometimes there can be some confusion about how to get there. And, and sometimes you'll almost be looking around your circle and being like, you know, why is that particular person like so magnetic, but like maybe that other person isn't quite as magnetic. And it's not about, you know, liking someone more than than somebody else. It's just about noticing some of these things and more importantly, going within ourselves to figure out how we can harness our own power. Because I assure you, you have the capability, no matter who you are, you have the capability to be incredibly magnetic, incredibly magnetic. But sometimes we have to put in a little bit of work and look at some different areas in our lives before we can figure out how to become more congruent to to harness that magnetism in a really big way. So before we dive in, I do want to tell you about a couple things. So number one is to make sure to jump into the show notes to grab uh, your 15 page free guide about, it's called Where Do We Begin? About how to build healthy relationships, how to start doing this work. It is it is the, the foundation of what I teach upon. It's the entire framework that I've created. And some people have referred to this 15-page totally free guide as life-changing. That is a direct quote <laughs> from multiple people, actually. <laughs> so totally free. Go jump over to the show notes or, or over at roomtogrowpodcast.com and you can grab that for yourself over there to uh, have me send that straight to your inbox. Um, we do have a couple things coming up as well. So my uh, brand new men's group is starting on Tuesday, November 1st, my uh, women's group uh, coaching program, Becoming You, is launching again on November 9th. And I've just got all kinds of things coming down the line. So stay tuned, get an email list um, because you are more likely to hear from me there sometimes than on social media. So go grab your free guide. And okay, so let's get back into this. So this magnetism is, this is a really fascinating one. So 
Have you ever sort of like come across those people where it almost feels like they have this kind of mysterious like shimmer of authenticity? And and to be clear, I'm going to be using the word authentic in, in this episode, which I don't love doing because I feel that it's been so overused in the online space to such a degree that it has lost some of its meaning. But unfortunately, sometimes I feel that there just isn't a suitable replacement for the word. So we're going to be using the word authentic, but I'm very, very cognizant about like the la- the language and the words that I use. Um, but sometimes authentic is, is the best option out there. So, <laughs> but have you ever come across this people where it just feels like they're they're real. They're there. They're grounded. They have this sense of of true belonging within themselves and within their own lives. Like there's there's this total sort of congruence, and they're they're living what what they teach. And and I don't necessarily mean you know teaching like they've got an online business or they're a literal teacher or something like that. It can just be how they show up in conversations, like the way that they show up in the world. We're all sort of teaching all the time. My, my dear friend Jade always uh, talks about like learn, teach, love. And that those are kind of like the three jobs that we're all here to do. All of us are, are teaching at various points in our lives. So are they living what they teach? There's sort of like this this true, this true genuine sense of authenticity there. And and you can sense it with people energetically. And, and when you can't sense it, there's there's this deep disconnect that you can feel underneath the surface. And true, genuine authenticity is absolutely magnetic, whereas a lack of authenticity actually repels. There's a reason why it feels so damn good to be in alignment and, and everything seems to flow so much more easily when you're in alignment. And it also takes a lot of courage sometimes to show up in, in genuinely like sincere ways. And we notice when people do this because it can be so much more rare for people to actually walk their talk. Actions need to match words. I've talked about that from a variety of different contexts on this podcast, in particular with relationships. And it's one of the very first things that that I I start to pick up on about people. And it's one of the very first things I look for in people as I get to know someone better um, again, in, in a variety of different contexts, it is do their actions match their words and vice versa? That's something really important to pay attention to. And when you when, when someone is being inauthentic, you can sense the the tension with that energetically. You can sense it. Because when someone is is open and transparent and honest and true to themselves, there's a deep sense of ease and and an entire vibe that they they radiate that is positively magnetic. It it draws you in. And they, it was interesting because I was when I was thinking about this episode, there was one particular person that that came to mind when I thought about somebody who. There, there are multiple people that I can think of um, in my life who show up in a very genuine, authentic way. And I, I know them really well. And I know that they walk their walk. They walk their walk. They talk their talk. They, they, they are in full congruence with themselves. And they are damn magnetic. Like people, I, I literally can like walk into a room with them. And I watch people be drawn to them like moss to, like moss to a flame because you can sense it. You can sense it. And it's interesting because there's one particular person that that was coming to mind to me who isn't fully authentic, but not not in a super obvious way. 
it's it's sort of a little bit underneath the surface. It's a little bit more hidden. And and there's someone who shows up in a seemingly genuine way, but there's there's this barrier that this person seems to have. And they're they're never fully connecting with people. They they sort of they label themselves as an extrovert and they have a huge number of friends, but they never get too close to any of them and they they tend to sort of cycle through people a little bit until someone maybe gets too close and then they'll move on to get closer to someone else for a little while. And then the cycle repeats and eventually they'll kind of like wander back to that original person. But again, when that's when that person starts to get too close, then it goes they go on to somebody else. And I, I notice sort of tiny seeds of distrust in myself with this person. Like as, as much as I can feel close to them for brief moments in time, they're not someone that I would ever really fully lean into or, or depend on or consider to be one of my closest friends because of that. Because that openness, when, when someone is truly and sincerely authentic, it... There's an ease with that. There really is a deep sense of ease that that people are drawn to because we want to be around that. We want to be around that kind of transparency. And I want to remind you that no one else is you. No one else is you. So own who you are and remember who the fuck you are. I remember a year ago, I remember this very distinctly, a year ago, I was having a just a, a brief moment in time of insecurity. And I was comparing myself to someone else in, in conversation with a close friend. And this person stopped me, literally stopped me in the conversation. They reminded me of my own gifts and with love told me to stop comparing and fucking own who I am. <laughs> They're like, just fucking own it. F- own, own it, Emily, own it. <laughs> and I was like, Okay. <laughs> and I gave a lot of consideration to that. And I've also sometimes had a debate in my head sometimes about arrogance versus confidence. And what I always think about that that's fascinating is that a lot of times if you're not used to if you're someone who isn't used to being confident, you can mistake when you start developing more confidence, but you're not used to to being confident. As you start to develop that confidence, you can maybe mistake it as arrogance, or you might be looking at other people and mistaking their confidence for arrogance if you aren't used to being confident yourself. But there's a very distinct difference. And I've had conversations with people about this too. And I'm like, you know, what, what, what is the difference between arrogance and confidence? Like how, how do we determine the difference between the two? And obviously this is largely up to, to interpretation. It's incredibly subjective. But one of the answers that, that I got from, from someone that I thought was really interesting was they said warmth and obviously humility and, and stuff like that as well, like recognizing when you're wrong and, and all of those things, but a sense of warmth. And to me, that sense of authenticity. And sure, so, someone can definitely be like authentically arrogant. <laughs> Totally. That, that's absolutely its own vibe. <laughs> but there's a very, a very big difference between being confident and arrogant. And if you are someone who is starting to fully step into their own power and you are perhaps worried about being arrogant, I want you to really sit with, with asking yourself, like, is this actually arrogance or am I just not used to being confident? And you can ask the people closest to you as well. Like, you know, hopefully you have some people around you that can help to keep you in check, keep you humble. <laughs> so if you ask them, you know, like, am I showing up in an arrogant way? Hopefully they'll give you an honest answer with that. And they they can tell you to help kind of like keep you grounded. But it's, there's also this sense of 
when I say grounded, I, I sort of mean that when someone is is genuine, authentic, um, confident, magnetic, all of those things, they they feel stable. There's there's this sense of like the fact that that they feel rooted into themselves in in a really significant way that actually makes them feel more safe to be around energetically too. And the real question that I think that that we all have to ask ourselves sometimes is how can I become more congruent with myself and the way I'm showing up in the world? I I refuse to be out of integrity with what I teach and I I regularly check myself to try and spot where I might be out of integrity. So sometimes I'll actually do like a bit of an integrity audit with myself. I'm like, okay, where was I out of integrity here? The one the one area that I struggle with the most of being in integrity is um uh, when it comes to meeting deadlines <laughs> or, and I mean like literally even with myself, like, like not always deadlines with other people, but deadlines that I have set for myself that only I will know if, if I've, if I've hit them or not. And if I end up procrastinating or something like that, like then I'm out of integrity with that. And, and what happens when we are out of integrity with ourselves is we teach our brains that we can't trust ourselves. Every time you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, or you, or you don't show up the way you said you were going to, you teach your brain that you're not following through on your word and that you can't trust yourself. And there's a little seed of distrust that is placed within you every time you do that. So how do you build trust? The complete opposite. When you say you're going to do something, you do it. You honor your own word. You follow through on that. It, this is always going to be an ongoing practice. There's no end destination here. We're not going for perfect because that's impossible. But instead, try to to minimize energetic leaks and to keep an eye on yourself and where you're coming from because that's going to make a really big difference in terms of being able to allow you to show up in that that super genuine, sincere way and to feel that sense of belonging from within. Learning to like yourself is one of the best ways I can recommend to you to become more magnetic. I'll, I'll reference an episode that I did all about that, about literally like learning, learning to like yourself. Um, and, you know, because I, I refuse to be out of integrity with what I do and, and, and what I teach, it keeps me showing up with an open heart, even when there have been so many times where I wanted to shut down. So it keeps me showing up, you know, in relationships and everything else and, and, and practicing what I teach. I will never teach you anything that I have not already learned myself, done myself, uh, have in practice myself that that I am working on or have maybe even mastered at some points it, myself. I, I, I won't teach something that I would not also do or have already done. And I also want to encourage you, like, don't be afraid to question the rules sometimes. Because when it comes to creating a sense of belonging and congruence within yourself, that's going to mean sometimes that you're not always following the crowd. You aren't necessarily always doing what everybody else is doing. There is, um, I think I've mentioned it on this before, that there's a, a, a class I'm taking related to positive psychology. And um, there was a strength finders uh, situation that came up where, where you had to, to take a quiz about... Um, your, your top 24 strengths and they're rated and all of those things. And <laughs> I had a lot of issues with it. And that, that this, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to turn this into a rant about that because that's not what this episode is about, but I had a lot of issues with it because I could see in the quiz very clearly, like how certain questions were phrased and how they were going to end up 
leading to particular answers about certain strengths or basically weaknesses. And one of the questions that kept coming up over and over again was um, things related to do you always finish every project that you start? Do you always finish every book that you start? All of those things. And I was saying no, because I spent so many years feeling the need to finish every book I started, to finish every project I I started every time, even, even when it maybe no longer felt in alignment for me or anything like that. And it took me years <laughs> to figure out that that simply wasn't worth the energy. If you don't like a book, put the damn book down and start one that you actually enjoy. Seriously. Like, and if you're working on a project that maybe everything that you needed to get out of that project was simply the starting of it that then redirected you to something that is actually what is in true alignment for you. So what's interesting is that one of my, 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 uh, my, my biggest weakness, essentially, they don't call it that, but I guess they would say my my least highly ranked strength <laughs> was perseverance. And guys, I was pissed. <laughs> I was pissed because I know that that's not true. I have a ton of perseverance and I could see on the quiz, like as I was taking it, I was like, oh, it's going to tell me I, I don't have perseverance because I'm answering these particular questions this way. And my my issue with it is that and and I have issues with with all these with a lot of these like types of of online quizzes and stuff that we can take and and they can be very useful from a diagnostic standpoint sometimes I get it but something that we have to be aware of is to remember how incredibly precarious someone's sense of self can be and how it can teeter on the edge and be swayed by even the smallest details, like a single word, a, a, a single sentence can throw someone's sense of self in, in one direction or the other sometimes. It can be incredibly fragile for some people who don't have a strong sense of self yet. And if you're just sort of like embarking on this new journey of, of discovery and, and figuring out who you are and your place in the world and how to become more magnetic and, and genuine and authentic and all of those things, taking an online quiz that tells you that, that you lack perseverance could actually be quite damaging. So that's where I have a lot of issues with something like that. And what's funny is that a classmate reached out to me um, and we were having a conversation about it. And I, I mentioned to her that I did not agree with any of that at all. And I actually skipped class that day because I was like, I'm just going to start ranting if I go to class today because, and that might not be useful or conducive <laughs> for anybody else. And she, it seemed to really stay with her because she messaged me a few days later and she's like, wow, you know, I actually really liked that you disagreed with that. And and even though it comes from an, an incredibly credible um, university, it's it's something that that you really question and like pushing the boundaries on that. And she's like, you're kind of reminding me that I used to question that stuff, too. And I I seem to have lost that somewhere along the way. So you've actually sort of encouraged me to to remember to use my critical thinking skills. I'm like, I love that. Like, that's amazing. And And sometimes that's going to be part of learning to become more magnetic is critical thinking. Like figuring out what aligns with you and what doesn't. What What is part of your value system and what isn't? What is in congruence with you and what is not? These are the questions that you have to start asking yourself. And we have to get to know ourselves in through ways like various relationships that we have. 
Um, and don't forget to get to know yourself on a more intimate level, like just you too. Like take yourself on dates, spend time alone, do things with yourself and for yourself that you enjoy. Push yourself to do the hard shit that makes you cringe a little bit too. Like having the courage to do the harder things in life tends to create the elements for a more interesting life. So if in the moments where something feels really scary, I tend to look at those moments and I'm like, well, now I have to do it. (laughs) If it's scaring the shit out of me, it probably means I need to dive in head first and get over it. And then that's like a muscle that you're going to exercise that, that, that muscle of courage that you're going to continue to build up over time, the more often that you do that. And then things might actually start to get a tiny bit easier. And you you will have built enough courage and resilience to get through the stuff that gets thrown your way that's even more difficult. And all of this allows you to start standing more fully and completely in your true, genuine, authentic self. And that shit is what will make you magnetic as fuck. So if you want to become magnetic, you have to get to know you. You have to get comfortable with you. You have to start to learn how you are showing up in the world in a way that is fully congruent with who you are as a human inside and out. And that's going to make you a damn rare gem too, I might add, because this is not super common. There are people who can be quite magnetic who maybe aren't quite as honest. That's certainly possible if, you know, when when people have um, cultivated a ton of charisma, they can kind of get around it a little bit, at least for, for a while. But which one do you want? You know, like we could sit here and talk charisma all day and, and yeah, charisma can be really important. But if, if it's not coming from a place that is rooted in, in honesty and authenticity, do you really want it? I hope not. I don't think anybody who's listening to who's listening to this podcast wants that. <laughs> so if you want to become more magnetic, start getting really congruent with who you are and create that sense of belonging within yourself. Okay. So I'm going to reference uh, multiple episodes for you. One is about losing the labels and expanding into your real freedom. Um, how to become more interesting. I did an episode on that that has been incredibly popular that really surprised me actually. (laughs) So that's a a good one to listen to. Um, There's also one about managing your energetic capacity, uh, how to do an energetic audit as well. These are all things that are going to be really helpful and the one about learning to like yourself too. I think that's going to be a really big one. So take a listen. Let me know what you think. I'm over at Emily Goff Coach on Instagram. Send me a DM. Let me know how it's going and talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. It means the absolute world to me, and I'm so grateful. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review, and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you.